Hello. Hey. Hello. This is uh, episode 53 of Come Get Your Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. I'm Dustin. And I am Chris. And I feel like we've done this before. Take two, baby. Not 52 times previously. I mean, like right now, again, some strong deja vu. A little deja vu from today. I wonder I wonder why. Because the fucking Comcast. Oh, because we just did the same thing five minutes ago. <laughs> and, they, and Adam's internet died. Yeah, we had a great bit about Richard Dawson being called Captain Kisses, and it's ruined. Yeah, will never. You guys will never know that story. No, never. No. So how are you guys? I'm good. Doesn't San sounds Tanner, doesn't he? I can Dan- feel it from here. Danny, oddly enough, Danny Tanner or like Bob Saget, Stamos, Rebecca remains Stamos. Yeah. Uh, 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 Aunt uh. Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. I, I am uh, I am much more tan. I've, Adam uh, didn't say anything again this time, and I thought his internet died. I, I do. I kind of did that on purpose for a second. <laughs> I did too. I was about to be like, oh shit. No. Adam, where are you? I'm sorry. <laughs> I like it. But why do you sound like Bob Saget? Why do I sound like Bob Saget? Oh, I meant. Why do you? Why do you suck sing? dick for coke? Whoa, <laughs> boo oh. this man. <laughs> um, no, but uh, you sound was, you, you sound like was, you had a fun time. How, how yeah. was your vacation? Yeah, yeah. In between us recording last time um, and this time, what was it? I we recorded a two on weeks. A, yeah, two on weeks a Saturday, ago. <clears throat> and then I left the day the episode came out, and I came back. Two days ago? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah. Ten days in Mexico. Mexico. Hola, senores. Are you fluent? Hello. No. <laughs> I could say amazing. The, the pleasantries, but... Uh, you really had that Duolingo hard. I did. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask did. you the same thing I asked Adam after he got back from his trip to Mexico, which was in the same area, right? He uh, was a quarter mile to a mile down the beach from where I stayed. Yeah, roughly. Because originally, I think like we mentioned on the last episode, is I was I was we were supposed to go to the exact same resort, and yep. uh, then we met a whole bunch of people at the resort we went to that were supposed to also stay there. So cool. yeah, I bet you did. We were all in the same boat, but apparently it was a nicer resort. It was very nice. It was it was extremely nice. But did you take a trip to Flavortown? <laughs> Um, in the airport, it is right there. Yes. It is in the airport. Uh, I forgot to send this to you guys. Let me send it to our little chat. Oh no! You did you go oh, to no, Flavortown? No, my my anticipation. I can't. I'm excited. Oh, here it is. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, here it is. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> I saw it. And I was like, oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I gotta stop here. So I took. I didn't go to Flavortown. I did not eat there, but Fuck! <laughs> I did take a picture right outside. I think the same exact one that Clark did. So um, I quit. <laughs> supposedly next year there's going to be a large group of us all going to Mexico together mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. area. So maybe on the way back we go a little early so we can go to Flavortown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they also have Wolf, Wolfgang Puck. His I don't care, was I don't care about was... him. <laughs> it's true. I, I don't either. He's a ni- He seems like a nice guy, and he's a very talented chef, but I, I need Flavortown. But we need Flavortown. Yeah, yeah. so I, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a nervous flyer, so 
as Adam definitely knows, we've flown together. Um, we've told that story. Um, so I'm not a big guy to like eat very much before I get on a plane. I just like to be. Uh... You don't want a half slap of ribs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Can I get a bunch of fried cheese? Made please? from the golden-haired god. Oh, but next time, next time. But yeah, it was it was great. I it, I most of my vacation was spent. By the pool, drinking lots of alcohol. Saw so you got closer to the beach by the end of your vacation, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, I like people are just like, hey man, why, the beach is too far away. I was like, I'm by the pool. That's the view of the beach from the pool. Like, I can go down there. But it was closer to the, closer to the beach than anybody else was at the time. So. Yeah, it's true. And then On the, a s- scale of one to blistering burns, how bad are you? I didn't get bad. Um, not to say, I mean, after that first day, um, mm-hmm. no, it was the second day we were there, there was a whole lot of tequila shots, um, in the pool, which ended up not being such a great idea, <laughs> but, uh, I had, I had layered myself as much as I could with sunblock because I didn't want to burn and I didn't get the top of my head, which I didn't think I needed to Ooh. because I have a full head of hair, but no, it gets in there. Yeah. So, um, pretty sure my scalp blistered at some point um during the trip so that was not fun but other than that i just came back golden katie on the other hand um, yeah katie on the other hand i saw a picture (laughs) she's i had to i had to get her out of the pool uh that day too she did a whole lot more tequila shots and it was like hey let's let's uh we need to get we need to go to the room you need to get out of the sun um I you need a sun. Yeah, you. Uh, she she's a little bit on the um, fairer side. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. We were we were sitting there waiting to like another day. We were waiting by the pool, and there was a couple people <clears throat> who who ended up sitting next to us, like this older, these couple of older women, and we overheard them talking to each other. And one of them said, "Ella es muy blanca," which just means she's very white. <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> and we thought like, see, movie blackout, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. We can speak a little Spanish, and you are correct. My wife is, uh, she's not friendly with the sun, so. But yeah, you need to reapply sunscreen yes. down, down there yeah. once every hour and a half or so. Yeah, I I did a good job of staying in the in the shade as much as I could, even applying sunblock. But like, even when you're in the shade. Um, you still burn like it's you gotta just, reapply yeah. like it's nobody's business. Yeah, yeah. So, but at least at least it happened to her <clears throat> early on and not near the end because getting on a plane and flying home with uh, some sunburn would not be uh, so fun. But how's she doing with seat belts? <laughs> she's. That's a good question. Um, I think she's doing all right. I mean, it, okay. by the time, by the yeah, by the time we got home, it the the pain had subsided. It was just kind of it just looked worse than it actually felt. So we were we got, were there we were there long enough that we could take a couple days where we spent a decent amount of time like in the room, just kind of relaxing and to recover. So it wasn't too bad. I know last that's what we're calling it now. I know last last year <laughs> right. when I went to my friend's cabin up north, like I would, it was just two days and I was burnt, burnt. Mm-hmm. Because I was an Indian and didn't think about sunblock. Oh, sure. Um, I went to, the day before 
Misty and I left for our honeymoon, I went to a reception for a wedding for a friend of ours. Uh, and it was it just in their backyard, hanging out, grilling or whatever. And I sat outside in a you know camping chair. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I was still quite as bad as what Katie's chest looks like. Yeah, uh, Katie's chest blistered. But <laughs> it kept I, I, well, yeah, I mean, I think that's just because she's so much whiter yeah. than me. Yep. Um, and I mean that in a nice way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I literally, the first night, two nights, basically, we were down in Mexico. I couldn't sleep because my thighs were throbbing. Oof. Yeah. But mine Oof. never blistered. So, I mean, I don't See, know. I've, <clears throat> I'm, I, I, I just got blessed with, like, I, I, I burn a little bit. And then that immediately tans, like, very quickly oh, and then it, i'm just i just have a base just by day fine. by day three of when i was in mexico mm-hmm. i couldn't it, it was fine i didn't feel yeah. any more pain and it just turned to tan right away so yep. i mean yep. it was just a couple nights of unpleasantness I, because uh, i got burned in illinois <laughs> i uh uh fuck you guys yeah chris when are you uh when are you going to mexico never to get tan yeah never tan bro i don't play, play planes frighten me come tan with me Closed quarters, in people. Well, that that's why I have the Xanax. It's a quick, quick three-hour flight. Yeah, then, I mean, it, yeah, I think the the flight on the way home was like three hours and twenty minutes. That's not bad. No, I watched. I well, no, nah, maybe I shouldn't. Say did you that. watch X Men Apocalypse? <laughs> no, no, I did watch. I did watch another. Um, we'll say superhero. We'll say a superhero movie that's. At least three hours long. That's Endgame? fairly. That's fairly new. I, how would I be able to watch that, Chris? It's not out yet. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. it's three hours. So, oh, is no. it Justice League? The extended version. I mean, it could have been one of the ones you guessed, the but it's illegal if I cut. <laughs> I definitely didn't have access to a movie I shouldn't have access to yet. Or maybe I did. I mean, sued right now. That was one. <laughs> That was how I watched Annihilation. Hey, man. That's a good fucking movie. I still need to see that. Um, yes, you do. Speaking of, uh, was it Dark Phoenix? What, is, yeah. Is it really uh, as bad as everybody's saying? I don't know if anybody... If everyone of us who seen I know... I, no, I don't think any of us have seen Chris, have you seen it? Fuck you know, no. It, <laughs> fuck no. Uh, but everyone I know who has seen it personally and everyone who I know has seen it who I follow online in some social media capacity has said it is awful. <laughs> yeah. And it's reviewing worse than The Last Stand. So I think that's all you need to know. Yeah, hard pass then. I mean, I said they would fucking ruin it. I just knew they were going to ruin it. The sh- the really, the, I think the worst part is the trailer they've had uh, for pre-Endgame role is looks good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh well, can't all be first class good. <laughs> but what but, have you guys been up to while I was uh, drinking and jack, eating my just way jacking into a coma? It. Just, just jacking <laughs> it. I just sat. I just I worked, came home, sat down, waited till you and got cried. Home. I didn't do just, anything. Just waited till I got home. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin, come back. I want to play WoW. What do, I, what do I do with my hands? I want to play Sea of Thieves. Just but. jack it. Yeah. Well, like the thing is, is that like Adam's computer has been broken. Yep. His oh, actual that's, like, that's gaming computer. Right. Um, I, I mean, we, I guess we could have played PS4 or something, but I, I was I had some long days at work. You know, I, was I tired. haven't had it in me either. 
and <laughs> I just didn't feel like doing much, you know, honestly, when I would get home. I Yeah, I learned a new new thing for my work, and it's been not going great, so I've just been feeling like not doing anything after mm-hmm. work lately. Yeah. Uh, despite the, you know, the new Borderlands DLC that came out. Um, something we did do was, some of you will know, stream E3 conferences last weekend. We did. Uh, a lot of you came out, which was fun. Thank you. Uh, and uh, if you missed it, the VODs are still up on our Twitch channel. Uh, Twitch.tv slash podcast. They were going to be on YouTube for everyone else who missed it, and then we were immediately got a copyright strike. So, <laughs> I, you know, we got a copyright strike, but it wasn't. I wasn't even mad. I was like, "Oh my god, we've done it. <laughs> we've made it." Uh, we. I had uploaded the what was it? The Bethesda, the Microsoft, and the what was the other one? EA. Yeah. Uh, uploaded those three, and then within minutes of them being on YouTube, Chris was like, uh, <laughs> we're in trouble. And well, they're gone. So Beth- our, uh, EA and Bethesda were, were music copyrights, mm-hmm. from what I read, but the Microsoft one was from ba- Bandai Namco, and I was like, oh man. They're because on Because they had games uh, at the Microsoft one, so... Hmm. I was just proud. It was a proud moment, honestly. I don't like to break the law, of course. We did. We took them down, but immediately. So you know, we don't want to ruffle any feathers. No. Ruffle no jimmies. I can I can understand the the music, but like I, I guess I don't understand why. Like if you're just reviewing what's already been broadcast, or is it just like only specific places can can, can broadcast Here's the E3 stream? The weird thing with the music is. If you play licensed music during a Twitch stream mm-hmm. and then upload it to YouTube, that whole segment section is muted. Right. So. I don't know. Wh- I got a what? meeting with our lawyers tomorrow about it. So. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. Glad we have those guys on retainer. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Check out the VODs if you've missed it. Um, we didn't stream everything, but we got a good chunk of it uh, with our what our work schedule allowed um and it was fun yeah would do again we yeah, will absolutely. be next time there's a something like that and we it's not during the middle of a work day uh i think we'll do that again so yeah i'd also like to not be out of the country the next time I we mean, do that because i'd like to give you i'd like to take part okay you you had reasons and yeah yeah. Fun reasons. So, I mean, if you're out of the country again for not a vacation, then that's on you. Right. That's true. And that's true. now we cut to Dustin. Dustin, what do you think of E3? <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> it's like, fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm drinking another pina colada. Back to you. Mm, but th- there's a boat out there. Dude, it's nine in the morning. Yep. Don't care. Start early. But uh, this is our post three E3 <laughs> episode. That doesn't have the same ring. Mm-mm. So we did. We 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 preed before. We've already then, preed, and then we had. <laughs> I'm gonna pre the during, uh, and then we did Seriously. the, and now the, the climax happened, and now this is the refractory <laughs> period where we get to think about what we've done. I love this so much. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're just kind of kind of go through. I don't think we're gonna hit everything because there's a couple things we didn't watch. 
uh, due to work schedules and yes. uh, also hearing through the grapevine that maybe they weren't that good of a conference. Um, but we're going to hit the major ones and the ones we definitely watched. Yes. And, and uh, Dustin has done his homework to the best of his ability mm-hmm. since coming back. In two uh, days on Friday. So he binged <laughs> yeah, some things. I binged a few things just to just to get a little uh, refresher. But yeah, I definitely didn't get to even everything we're going to talk about. So, But should we start with uh, the first one? So are yeah. we? So we're starting with our like. Uh, it's a list kind of of what we our least favorite esque to, to what we our, enjoyed the most. What we enjoyed the most. Uh, it may differ from your opinion, dear listener, and we apologize. But hey, what are you going to do? It may differ even between the three of us. So. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If you don't disagree with it, you know what? Start your own podcast. You you try it. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> you do it. Do your own fucking thing. Um, so the first one, which I believe probably comes to no surprise, is EA. So did you guys not, you guys didn't decide to stream this for four hours and comment on it? Because that's how long it was, right? It was three hours that we did. It was like three did. hours long. Hey, I, I, speaking for myself, I was there for the whole thing. Yeah. Were you, were you really? And I, I had I had to cut out. I had to cut out and uh, <laughs> early and do housework. Which was probably more enjoyable. Possibly. <laughs> I don't know if cleaning some gutters and weed whacking a bunch of stuff. Adam, sure. Adam missed Madden, FIFA, and The Sims. Oh man, what are you going to do now? I don't know, I guess I won't have to buy those now. Oh man. I mean, uh, Jedi, Jedi, <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order, I mean, I, it, was, it was nice actually, because I, <clears throat> I watched the EA one after... Uh, the Microsoft one, so actually seeing some gameplay was was kind of nice for me. If we're talking about games that are that I'm most hyped for, this is up there, mm-hmm. probably you know for sure. As has been stated on this podcast, I don't yeah. know how many times, uh, extended universe stories in Star Wars canon are my favorite things, uh, and this game looks great. Yep. Just visually, uh, the more I hear about it, the people who have seen more stuff from what they showed at uh, the EA conference has been, oh, it's definitely Dark Souls-esque, which, you know, whew. I mean, in the little bit of the gameplay we saw <clears throat> when they was fighting, I don't know who the guy was with the, it was like it's the electric bow staff, it, it felt like. I, I could see some... The Dark Troopers? Yeah, I don't know. Is that or whatever they're called? I think yeah. They have a special name. I can't okay. remember. But yeah, I mean, when when I was watching that fighting, um, even I was like, oh wow, that's a little. Even the rolling and the blocking, that was very Dark Souls. I felt, um, at least from watching you play it, it looked very similar, which well, like, I didn't. I didn't hate the targeting thing. Looks very Dark Souls too. Like you know, it has yeah. a little red dot on their yep. chest in this game and mm-hmm. lock on. So I'm all about it uh i mean dark souls with force powers come on <laughs> uh there's one part in in the conference where uh you could force stop essentially uh you slow a, down a, time yeah yeah like you could stop a laser or a, a blaster shot and then he grabbed the guy and brought him into the blaster shot and killed him that was so cool it was so great it was so <laughs> great also in before this is the dark souls of star wars stories um yeah it is but uh my only want from this game so far is stealth elements. Cause you want there more are, options for that? Yeah. Stealth elements? 
stealth yes. Because there was, during the gameplay, there were times where he he had the jump on the, the enemies, and I felt could have been more stealthy. Um, uh, and that could that could be just whoever was playing the demo didn't. I mean, do you want to show like sneaking up on people mm-hmm. for ten minutes? Probably not. No, but, no, of course. So, and also he, you know, it could just be that's not how he wanted to play anyway. Mm-hmm. So may, hopefully there will be more stealth elements because I agree. Um, I was a little teeny bit disappointed that it didn't appear to be any vertical takedowns, uh, which maybe there can there will be an option to unlock that in the skill in a skill tree or something. But yeah, maybe yeah, because he unlocked skills and they didn't show any of that stuff. So. Right. Mm. But from what we saw, I'm hyped. I, I mean, uh, I said it, I don't think I said it last episode or in any episode, but if it's good, not great gameplay, but great story, that's fine. It's Star Wars. Yeah. We love Star Wars. It's, I mean, can- it's a canon outside oh. of yeah. the Skywalker storyline. So. I think that's a big deal to mention that this is canon. So... That's awesome. I, um, we saw Saw Guerra in it, who is Forrest Whitaker's character from the... I can never remember the name of it. Rogue One. Rogue mm-hmm. One. Thank mm-hmm. you. He's in it, um, which makes uh, me think maybe we'll see Cassian at some point, too. Yeah. And uh, his Alan Tudyk robot. <laughs> <laughs> I would love well, that. Well, at, at the end of it, he fights on the same type of robot. It's a... a, a forget the name of it something destroyer droid or something like that but then but they yeah. of course they stop at that point because it's probably a super boss battle mm-hmm. there was another conference i think it was in the microsoft conference we saw a little more of that battle happening so well we saw him on an an at at mm-hmm. i i'm very excited looking Ditto. forward to it um i don't know if it's an insta buy but well, what does it come out in november I believe so. Yeah. So I mean, it's definitely. They're, fuck. They're, November especially is looking thick of with uh, games that I want. Beefy, beefy, beefy month. Yeah, November fifteenth. I don't know. Yeah, that, that, that might be a that might be an instant buy for me. Just because, like, again, with with my limited experience of the Star Wars universe outside of the Skywalkers, um, I'm I'm very much looking forward to this. I don't know. I just I'm I'm interested to see something that's like just not Skywalker related. And, and as good as Titanfall 2's campaign is, like I mean, come on. Right. So that I mean, I, I could go ad nauseum about that about Jedi Fallen Order and, <laughs> and just pick everything apart. But it, we should we should move on. Sure. <laughs> um, we'll make slight mention of it. Um, but they did release the. Uh, information of the next legend in apex and it seems pretty cool uh, watson watson with two t's um she has an ability to put up basically electric fences you know 12 like electric you know poles essentially that connect to each other and your allies can run right through them enemies when they run through them apparently they just ping where they're at in the map which is cool get a little so, damage too so it's um, get, get off my lawn type. it's kind of mm-hmm. like it's, well, it's kind of like a sensor dart in black ops you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a way. Um, and then her super ability um, does two things. It slowly regenerates up to three shield bubbles, or armor bubbles, whatever you want to call it. Um, 
and then also it, it acts as like a trophy system from Black Ops as well, where grenades or even supers from Gibraltar and uh, Bangalore kind of ordnance, yeah, will stop. Well, it'll it'll destroy them. So so uh, completely will completely change the way that game is played, the meta, uh, and everything. It's, and their season, we mentioned, I mentioned it last time. Their season two, uh, season pass thing seems to have been, not, maybe not fixed, but definitely improved upon. Uh, I'm not gonna get it still, but you know, it's good to see that they're keeping up with it. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how people play with this new character and what kind of team comps you can make and what you can do. So good on them. It looks interesting. Uh, but and, essentially, that's the EA. I mean, Conference. I know, I know, I know. Katie is all about Sims Four. I did watch a little of that with her. You can turn into mermaids now and shit. You can get like jet skis. It's island living. Yep. Cool. You can literally get a job picking up trash on the beach. <laughs> There's probably better things you can so, use for twenty bucks, but okay. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. I will. I will say though, because I, like I said, I watched this entire conference. <clears throat> they had a huge crowd. For, yeah, for it, the Sims, people like, went man, nuts. For I it. was a little more surprised <laughs> that it was another DLC and not Sims Five. Wow, they're making yeah. bank. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, why change the formula if you're doing well? I mean, I don't, I forget what the time in between like one and two, two and three, three and four. I feel like one came out like ninety eight or something. It was late late nineties, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was a little surprised it wasn't Sims Five, but hey. If they're still making money, uh, clearly they are. So, yep. as as it says on our website in our bios, The Sims is a guilty pleasure of mine. Like it, it's fun to play. Like just to go this in one. and do shit. But yeah, it's it's not a game that I'm buying expansions for. I'm just I'm just playing the base game. I can play it. Misty has it. I bought it from Misty. She's never really played it. Uh, so I might as well <laughs> sometime. But uh, moving on. Next, to some chagrin of Chris, is Bethesda. <laughs> I'm a Bethesda fanboy, I know. It's in, admittedly so. I've already I've already said it. But uh, Bethesda, yes. Um, you know, they, they talked about... They had a really a really strong marketing presence around how they are, like they're fan-driven. Yes, um, there, several times for scene changes, uh, they had either employees or fans of Bethesda come on and talk about how much Bethesda meant to them. They also had the most obnoxious fan ever in the group or yep. employee, whoever it was. I don't know. I can't Someday. tell if I, yeah. I, can't, I can't tell if they were trolling or if they were just legitimately that excited. I hate but that. But the fanboys are that excited, like every time. Like look at the past <laughs> two conferences. Valid. It's, it's annoying. I'm not, I don't get that excited. Uh, but I, I thought uh, okay, I'm gonna start with the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. For them. So I, I'm just gonna list all them all it. real quick. Doom Eternal, Youngbloods, yeah. and a new IP, Ghostwire Tokyo, look good. Oh, man. Ghostwire Tokyo is the new IP from... Uh, what was... It's the, the guys guy who, who made... made a, um, the Evil Within. Evil Within 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. It's it's the guy who created Resident Evil. Yes. It Shinji... Um, Bonkers. Yeah. That shit looks so good. Yeah, it so, looks fun. Uh, and then what was the name of the lady who's directing it? 
I don't know, but she's a she's a fucking gem. She's adorable. She's so good. <laughs> Look up the Ghostwire Tokyo video uh, from the Bethesda conference. She's great, and apparently she's... has been for a long time. This mm-hmm. isn't anything new. She seemed very calm and natural up on stage uh, while presenting this whole new game. Um, um, I was already sold on Doom Eternal, Young Bloods. I still need to play the second one, but I'm I, I like what they've been doing with yeah. the Wolfenstein series. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo looks very interesting, and it's new. Um, and it was presented well, so sold. Uh, everything else I can, you can get rid of, pretty much. Well, um, they, I mean, they talked a lot, a lot about like stuff that didn't like Elder Scrolls Online, which has its fan base. Definitely, I wouldn't, you know. And I'm I, sure I, honestly, good. I'm I'm fine with that. That's just not for me. I'm sure it's good. Um, now they did talk about some promising updates to Fallout seventy six. That even Adam to your own admission you're willing to go back to it in the uh, fall. I want to try it out. Mainly because it's free. It's free to everybody. And I thought that was a good, good thing. Move. I mean, that's, they're, the, they're, that's the proper move. They're bringing NPCs into the game. Fine. And, and Fallout, Nuclear old Fallout uh, dialogue trees. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not the, not the X, Four Y, buttons. A, B. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but then they're also doing... <laughs> What's funny is that we choked about it when it like when it was being announced. We're like, oh, it's a battle royale. Obviously, we didn't think that was going to happen, but yes, they it's are having Fallout a battle. Fallout seventy six battle royale. It's called Nuclear Winter, and I'm hesitant about it. But I, I told them, I told Adam and Dustin last night in a chat that I was watching Shroud stream it in their beta right now, and I was like, it doesn't look that bad. It's got some bugs for sure. My well, of course it does. Um, <laughs> Uh, my only hesitance with that is it, the Fallout and Skyrim combat systems aren't great. Uh, shooting is, I mean, it's fine, but I don't know if that if that's the kind of system you'd want for playing with 51 other players. It's a 52-man battle royale. Um, but they have some mechanics in it that aren't anything else, so that could be good enough. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just hesitant. I mean, I, the, I, the the fall update does look interesting. Yeah, I I really don't. I just have no ambition to play a Fallout battle royale. I just it doesn't. That's not the reason I want to play a game like that or a Fallout game in general. I don't want. It's it's not for that. It's not for like the PvP aspect. Um, <clears throat> I am along with you. I'm gonna try to. I'll probably check it out in the fall. Um, with some it's of these free. updates. Yeah. It, well, it's Why free not? and it it. it should it should be free um yeah you know like if they tried to if they tried to charge money for that i mean i think people would have rioted um people just got their canvas bags from the special edition yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes they did so it, i don't know it, i'm i've been complaining that i wanted npcs and i wanted you know some dialogue anything that wasn't me just like running up to a computer and like reading like i'm not it's boring to me it's just the well, same shit so yeah as, as someone who who in our podcast has defended fallout 76 like the story has always been there but you had you did have to dig for it and right. you had to listen you to really have to work for it hollow tapes and read computers and I played a lot of it. I, I did most of the major things. I set off the nuke. That's the last thing I did. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know what to do next now. I don't yeah. like, I don't know what else and to I mean, do. And I, and, I'm, and I have no problem digging for a story and, and doing that and trying to find it if the game is good enough to warrant me wanting to do that. But in this case, it was whatever. Um, if you watch the showcase, Todd Howard was out there very minimally, which was a smart <laughs> move. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, 
and like the whole having employees and fans talk about how much Bethesda means to them is seemed very cheap to me uh and definitely trying to like garner favor with people who don't know how badly they've been doing lately outside of the games we've mentioned and the series and those series attached to them uh like it, i mean a lot of it was for fallout and skyrim and stuff like that uh which yeah. is mainly todd howard joints and they've just been fucking it up a lot lately uh, so I don't think they deserve to be able to do that yet. Um, they can get there for sure, but I don't know. It just seemed I, cheap. Yeah, I feel I feel like I feel like Todd said all the right things, all the things you should have said in in that public space. You know, apologizing and bringing like just you know referring to the elephant in the room. You know, but mm-hmm. let's just see what happens. I guess you know, like it, it, you can you can say the right things, but like, are you gonna fix it? And I got I'm getting very tired of the like, yep, yeah, we messed up, haha, uh-huh, joke, mm-hmm. joke, joke, like, right, right, <laughs> like, okay, that's... see, we're self aware, okay. <laughs> right. And like, then, I, pr- I appreciate it, but like, what about the next step? The the interview that came out a few weeks ago of him being like, yeah, we should fall at seventy six way too early. We knew it wouldn't do well. We did it anyway. Fuck you, Todd Howard. Yeah, that's shitty. Yeah, it's not good. No. Um, but to, to, to more talk about the good things that we liked. Um, Doom Eternal, of course, looked great. Yep. Uh, they have the new multiplayer mode coming out. Um, could be good, could be bad. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's like there. one person plays the Doom guy and, and two other people play the, uh, mo- that monster, essentially. I think it's three other people. Mm-hmm. Is that? I thought it, I thought it, was, it was a four-person four thing, I think. I right, think. Maybe. Um... But that looks really good. Youngbloods, of course, you know, it's a co-op Wolfenstein set 30 years after Colossus. Paris. Or 20, 20 years? I think it's 20 years, actually. Yeah. Um, it's set in Paris. Um, and Wolfenstein, the new Wolfensteins are so good. First one's like, great. Still need to play the second one, but I know it's going to be good. Like, yeah, I'm already still on board. still need to play the second one, too. Looking forward. Like, Youngbloods should be good. And like I said at the beginning, Ghostwire Tokyo. New IP. Looks interesting. Um, want to see more of it but mm-hmm. um promising uh but uh commander keen is back yeah that's that a, was, that's a surprising that was a very uh, big i was surprised i okay. it was a pleasant surprise in retrospect i don't know if the game style that they're going for with it is going to be good but it's cool that they're it's a mobile d- game doing I even something had, i even had, had katie explain to me what that was because i don't think i ever even played that it's, uh, uh, I mean, it's cool. He's uh, Commander Keen's back in some kind of capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I feel like they could have done a better job with what the looks like the game is. But it's a mobile game, so I mean, you know, you can get your whatever you need out of that. Mm-hmm. It's one of the first PC games I I, I've pl- I played ever was Commander Keen. Yeah. So I mean, I was expecting more of a platformer in retrospect because that's what it was. Uh, so and this is not that. Like I don't know. I think they could have done something different, but. I don't know. It's cool that it's it's back. The only other thing is too, like, I don't know if that art style is going to translate well to some phones. Yeah, maybe not. Because it could be degraded a lot depending on what kind of phone you have. So we'll see what that what happens there. But like I said, the fact that there's more Commander Keen is always a good thing. And we'll touch on it just for like a minute or so. But uh, they introduced a new technology for streaming called Orion. Yes. Uh, which is supposed to help, you know, when you stream to a cloud ser- gaming service, it's supposed to help it 
be more efficient. We don't. There's not a lot of information out about it yet. So, uh, uh, but supposedly it, it boosts FPS and doesn't drop as many frames. Yes. Um, with whatever you're streaming, and so the potential is there for something really good, especially with Stadia being around the corner and mm-hmm. Xbox and Sony are pushing their cloud services, uh, even Ubisoft. So, oh, dogs. Um, uh, I think food's here. Anyway, um, potential is really good if, if it works. And yeah. someone is set up to make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So there's not a lot of information about that yet. So, we'll, I mean, that's something I feel we're probably going to talk about more in, in the next coming months when more information is brought out. Yeah, keep that on your radar, though. <sighs> so the next one, that's that's uh, that's Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Square Enix. I like it. Bookended well. Yeah. 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 It did. Which the, the vod of this is also on our Twitch channel. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, you start off with a banger. Final Fantasy Seven remake. Yes. Which it fits. Uh, they said during the demo or presentation that it fits on two Blu-ray discs. Now, does that mean it's just this part? Or is it the game as a whole? That'd be nuts if it's just one part. Are you kidding me? They they didn't specify. They didn't, but they also did say the area in Midgard. So in Final Fantasy VII, Midgard is essentially like the your first starter. half of the first disc. If even the first half. It's you your know? starter area. Mm-hmm. But they're saying that Midgard is going to be gigantic and have way more story in it. It's a full game. Yeah, it's essentially a full Final Fantasy game in just Midgar. So that's that's For interesting. It is. Uh outside I mean in the in the old game, outside of once you get outside of Midgar, it is less interesting. It's still good. I mean like I, I'm not shitting on it, but I mean like it Midgar always seemed really cool with a lot of stuff to do and you I mean you go back there eventually. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. but no, now there, there is definitely a change when to fully it. flesh it out is going to be interesting, um, but man, that game looks looks good. Yeah, it looks real good. The guy, the the, the English speaking gentleman was a little cringy um, when they were talking, but combat looks so good. Mm-hmm. It looks like fifteen and improved upon with the combat. combat. Yeah, combat looks good. You can clearly do Materia, because in Cloud's Buster Sword, he had Materia slotted yeah. uh, in there. So I thought that was that was cool. My um, only hesitation is, and it's on record, is we don't know. Like, this is the remake is being released episodically. So we have Midgar for the first episode, or whatever else that entails, plus DLC. Um and whatever they're gonna do there, and then what about the rest of it? Yeah, we we've only really seen the beginning esque areas, and um, with uh, even the the director of it doesn't know <laughs> when the rest yeah. of it's coming out, and they don't know what they're <laughs> gonna do. Like that's a quote. <laughs> that's a bit concerning. A well, that's, I think it's that I think that's like it's a they emphasize remake like. You know, it's not necessarily going to be the same Final Seven that you're used to. But is it going to be 2030 before we get Part Four? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Because like, I, the, uh, clearly, this takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And if oh, you're yeah. fleshing out Midgar and to be like its own game, basically, or most of a game, like 
are you going to do that with everything? Because, like I said, once you get out of Midgard, there's like not a lot of areas that are as cool as that that you could do that with. Well, I mean, they have like there's a few. Do you know? Do you know Harbor Harbor? It would be cool. Yeah. The rock the rocket um, scenes would be pretty cool. Um, but I agree. You know, like, so yeah, what are you? What are they going to do? And they don't know. I'm interested to see Cloud dressed up as a woman. Seeing mm-hmm. how they play that out, if it's in there, should be in a, in a room full of men. Should mm-hmm. be, you know. But I mean, it, regardless, what we saw looked amazing. Yes. Um, Chris already pre-purchased it. Uh, yeah. Had to be talked out of the special fancy edition. <laughs> <laughs> they had the first class edition for three hundred thirty dollars. I flipped a coin. The coin said I should buy it, but no, silly, no, no, I'm not going back. Not even thinking about it anymore. I bought the deluxe edition. It's eighty bucks, but uh, it yeah. So it, curious to see as to what comes next. Uh, but I'm glad this is finally here because this mm-hmm. has been teased since PS3. So. It, it's here, and it's it's coming next year, March third. So uh yeah, I think it's like March third. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll be pre-purchasing this one as well. So the the next major thing I think to me at least that was announced was Final Fantasy VIII is being remastered. Not remade. <laughs> no, yeah, remastered. Like not on seven. Not on mobile. Uh, as well. Nope. What were you saying? I was gonna. Say, I think I was telling to you before we even started recording. Like I felt like this. This one, when I watched it, other than the two bookends, everything in the middle was either a sequel or a remake or a remaster of something. Of some it felt, JRPG. It, it felt like it, right? Like everything was like, oh, the second one or a remastered. I was like, okay, guys. We get. I mean, and you can see it or hear it in the in the vod on Twitch that we're just like, okay, another JRPG. <laughs> Yeah, most of those games were not for our... No. Not for us. They're not for us. They're for somebody, though, and it's cool that they're there. Yeah. Yeah. But with the the remaster Final Fantasy VIII, that, I mean, it kind of brings it at least a little more forward into now. I thought the graphics didn't look that great. They look better than they did when they originally came out, but... Mm -hmm. There was at one point where I honestly thought that it was a mobile... Like, they just put it on mobile... Well, so, yeah, it's they're remastering a, a PlayStation One game, so you know that's I'm harder sure, to do. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to take make some it, some time. Make it look better. I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I I have no idea how that that stuff works. But I, mean, I wasn't that impressed. And it also didn't help that it came after the remake of Final Fantasy VII, where it's just like, look how fucking cool this yeah, is. It looks so amazing. <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy uh, is super underrated. You know, it's always it's always dumped on. And I will, I will fans. play it. I will play it for you specifically. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I never did. But then the the big the big cherry on top, of course, was uh, Marvel's Avengers mm-hmm. uh, by Crystal Dynamics. And uh, we saw. I mean, the cinematics looked looked good. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just saw a big trailer, essentially. No gameplay, which is a little troublesome, <laughs> but. Uh, a lot of people are shitting on it because they didn't get the likeness license for the... Well, okay. It's the same heroes, the, the same set of Avengers we've had for the past decade. Uh, which is fine, honestly. I was hoping for something different, but I'm not going to be disappointed with this. Sure. Uh, they didn't get the likeness licenses for them, which a lot of people are kind of, for some reason, are 
poo-pooing. Yeah, it's it like my my take on that is that I don't care that it's not the same likeness because <clears throat> while yes, it is it, it it's a little off because we're so used to the MCU. Like, okay, so you're gonna get their likeness, you're gonna make them look like all of these characters, and then you're not gonna get those actors to voice these parts. They've already made these movies for the last decade. It's like then people are just going to be mad that the voices aren't right. It's like, guys, this... <laughs> like, as you're saying, like, either it's got to be totally new characters, or if they're going to do this, you just have to accept that it's going to be... They're going to look different and sound different. It just has to. And, I don't know, the the way the presentation went was not great either, in terms yeah. of not what we were shown. Like, the everything they showed us was I was absolutely fine with. But mm-hmm. they're just like hey you can play as all your favorite avengers and like you can play as the hulk you can play as black widow you can play as iron man you can play as captain america and then in the trailer they showed captain america dies so (laughs) (laughs) they did i was like oh um what (laughs) yeah oh so my guess is they're gonna be kind of doing like some Pat, like go to the past, seeing how they got up to that moment, or maybe, something. but they still spoiled something. Yeah, <laughs> in, yeah. One, in one direction or another. Yeah, it's like I don't want to know that coming out of the bat. Uh, I, but I mean, I I wish we could have seen gameplay, and that actually actually that goes for most of E three. I wish we could have seen gameplay. There were a lot of FMVs. Um, yep. but. I don't know. Uh, Supposedly, there's some trouble behind the scenes for this. I hope it doesn't affect anything. I just want a good story. Uh, But it was being lauded as you can play um, Avengers with your friends. You can be Avengers with your friends. And it doesn't look like that might be the case. Nah, they kind of took it back and said that the single-player campaign, of course, is just single-player. The story is yourself. But there's going to be, at some point, a multiplayer component, which they haven't talked about yet. Uh, That's... Some of the story seemed a little. I don't know how it's gonna pan out, but we didn't haven't we didn't see a whole lot. Uh, one thing I do like is all the voice actors from the main Avengers, like yes. a plus casting right fucking, there. Fucking Troy Baker as Bruce Banner, uh, Black Widow is uh, Laura Laura Bailey. Laura, Laura Bailey. Bailey. Nolan North is Captain. Cap. Who is he? No, Nolan North is uh, Tony Stark. Tony Stark, that's oh, okay. right. Uh, some uh, some guy is oh, uh, Captain America. I don't know who that is. Seth or something. I forget his name. He's not been in a whole lot. And okay. Travis Willingham is uh, Thor. Thor. Yep. I mean, it's a good casting. <laughs> Great a casting. Real good cast. Those are some juggernauts. But so. my hope is, you know, that Spider-Man killed. I'm hoping this isn't, like, you know, the the Marvel gaming universe, and somehow they tie together, and they could. you know. Uh, we'll like see. I said, the, the, it looks like the story takes place in San Francisco, so I was hoping we'd get West Coast Avengers, but whatever. I mean, it should be, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I just want to see gameplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Still, that's still, like, new, and they haven't showed too much, so... But it's coming that's out be soon. It's, like, it's next year, isn't it? Yeah. 2020? Like, ooh, I don't know. It's a little troublesome that it's that soon you don't have any kind of gameplay to show. But we'll see. It, like I said, it's the same thing with Jedi Fallen Order. If it's good, not great gameplay, but a great story, I'm fine. So, so that was Square. That pretty much sums up Square. 
Um, but there's a lot Ubisoft. more JRPGs in there, so go watch it if you want to. <laughs> yeah, there was. Um, Ubisoft had some decent stuff. Uh, they started off with Watchdog Legion, which was leaked a few days prior to E3. Um, Watchdogs one was meh. You know, it was I di- I didn't mind it too much, but they definitely it wasn't good. Uh, and then they had Watchdogs two, which I I liked. It was good. They they definitely improved on a lot of things. But then, like, wa- like now, Watchdogs Legion is like you're making an army. You can choose different people. They well, have an old lady. Like they were for the first two games. There was a main character. Mm-hmm. This one, the main character is Dead Sec as a whole. Yeah, the hacking group. So you can, like Chris said, you can recruit people into Dead Sec, and once they are approved or trained or something like that, you can play as anybody you see on the street, which is an interesting concept. Yeah, the first guy they started off with in the demo, like, died. And <laughs> like, there, there's permadeath. So if you recruit somebody and they die, you can no longer play as them. I do like that idea. Uh, you can play as a little lady on the street. Um, which was, that whole segment was pretty funny. Um, see Grandma doing, like, stealth takedowns with a taser <laughs> on people. Uh, so the interesting part is, you can recruit anybody, or like mostly anybody, um, but they don't have an infinite amount of voice actors or an infinite amount of um, character models. So are they going to add stuff in as time goes on? Like here's a gigabyte update and it throws 10 new character models in there. Right. Um, as far as voices go, I know that they have however many voice actors they had, and it was a decent amount, and they have some kind of voice modulating technology that allows them to change those voices into completely other sound, like different sounding voices, and you can't tell a difference. Okay. Yeah, as I say, because that, so, that would almost need to be essential for a game like this if you can do all that. So that part's interesting, but I don't know what they're going to do with character models, but we'll see. Um it, it looks cool. It has to do with it's set in London. It has to do with Brexit or post Brexit. Um, so it should be pretty political <laughs> in some way. Hopefully, it's a, in a good way. The uh, and then the guys that are from the creators of always honey. They're making an MMO uh, TV show about it's Rob McElhenney and Charlie Day created this an yeah. MMO TV show. So it's about a studio who makes the most popular multi MMO game out there, and they're at the cusp of their first expansion. And they apparently they did a bunch of research on this prior. Mm-hmm. It's it's called Mythic Quest. Uh, it's only going to be on Apple TV. Okay. And it's uh, Rob McElhenney is the creator of this MMO RPG and everything, and he basically plays a. Um, I think he's Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs slash the director dude from Truman Show. (laughs) Okay. Like, I am God, everyone bows to me. Yeah. Uh, Danny Pudi's in it. Danny Pudi's in it. Ashley Birch is in it. Um, David Hornsby, who plays Rickety Cricket, (laughs) you know, It's Always Sunny, Mm -hmm. is in it. Uh, Ted from Scrubs is in it. That's so. I don't know if you saw Ted Scrubs is in it, but the guy in the trailer was not Ted from Scrubs. Oh, really? It looked like him. It did look like him, but I when I watched it again, I was like, "That's not him, though." I could. I guess I'm. Unfortunately. Oh well. Um. Um, It looks promise. It looks pretty funny, though. Yeah, it does look funny. 
right. It's well, always funny it, in MMORPGs. Keep an eye out for that because I think it's I think it's going to be funny. Um, and then this one, the next one that we're going to mention, what we saw, Gods and Monsters, is it looks like Breath of the Wild but in Greek mythology. From the little bit we saw, so I, I love Greek mythology. Most people do, yeah, yeah. especially mm-hmm. after God of War. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Uh, Breath of the Wild had great gameplay, so. We'll, we'll see. We'll, there's still a lot to be seen there, but it, it's an interesting thing. Um, also, real quick, they announced that they're partnering. Uh, Ubisoft is partnering with Stadia to for their online subscription service, but they didn't really talk about much else. Uh, nope. Don't know if that's going to be if you can bundle those two together for one price or if you still have to pay two prices. Time will tell. Yeah, <laughs> but it's on the way. <laughs> Uh, also, there was a whole ten-minute dan- like just dance segment, which was <laughs> fucking pointless. I don't, I don't know why they insist on doing it every year. Like Ubisoft is probably the worst conference for me. Um, just because they, they they're all like dead serious on these like dark s games like Ghost Recon and Rainbow Six, and like, then they're like bringing out John Bernthal on stage for a while to give a presentation, <laughs> which was he was a little awkward, but most people are in that situation. Uh, and then having a whole 10 minutes of just, like, they didn't even show, any, like, they played three songs, which I'm assuming are from the new game, because it's the 10-year anniversary, but they didn't show anything else. That did they play, gameplay? Did they play, three, like, three full songs? Not full songs, but... But enough to be annoying? <laughs> well, like, they were good songs, it's just, like, they and then they just had people dancing on stage to it for and nothing else, no actual gameplay. <laughs> There's more of, like, Oh, uh, just dance means the world to me, like a la, a la Bethesda. Okay, okay. It yeah, this is one so of the ones I did not watch. Like Ubisoft <laughs> doesn't get it. I don't. I don't know. They never, and they never get great people to present. I mean, I, I felt bad for John Bernthal. I love John Bernthal, but mm-hmm. ugh, he was upstaged by a dog he brought out. Like the dog just sat there. And yeah, he just laid there. He didn't seem comfortable, but that's okay. <laughs> uh. For a lot of people, Nintendo's uh, Direct was the highlight uh, because and I think it was mainly because it was the last thing that was on the slate for E3 and it was done well, so it closed the conference well after a lot of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and was it just because it was shortened to the point? Like this, I didn't get to watch Nintendo's either, but it was like I think the video I looked up it was like f- like forty five minutes long. Not even. It's like thirty five. Okay. Yeah. And it was um, straight to the point for the most part. Like, you know, you always have to have, like, in previous years, Reggie would be in there and talking about stuff, and they'd make some stupid puns or something like that, or nothing great. But they introduced uh, Doug Bowser, because he now took over, and uh, along with the head of Nintendo Japan. And there was a cool segment where they're like, he, the uh, director from Nintendo Japan introduced said come on out and it was just like a cgi rendering of actual bowser from mario coming out and there's a pretty good bit between him and doug bowser that is pretty good um and then it was mainly just games <laughs> after that so we uh i don't we're gonna start with animal crossing here <laughs> uh <laughs> it's coming out still it's been delayed it was originally promised for 2019 it is now coming out march 20th 2020 supposedly because uh doug 
uh, Doug Bowser was interviewed and he said that he they don't want to do like the traditional crunch that a lot of studios have been getting blasted for lately. Yeah. Good. Uh, so it is good. It's seemingly also an easy PR move because March 2020 is still before the end of their fiscal year. <laughs> So they can oh. they can still get it out in within the, in this fiscal year and yeah. have their stock go way up without <laughs> with while delaying it. And honestly, I'm fine with it being delayed. It, and hopefully, it's for good reasons. But it's just kind of like mm. <laughs> there's some other stuff in there. A lot of people are saying too, where uh, Nintendo still does crunch. They're just sweeping it under the rug, or they mm-hmm. stopped doing it in the past couple of years. I don't know. Uh, but it was just funny to me that it comes out. In the fiscal year, still, still technically. I mean, although, if if you're a company doing that and you do need to have that final crunch, like, I guess to keep these stockholders happy, it's still within that fiscal year. So it's like, hey, yep. maybe it's kind of a little compromise, column A, column B. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. They, I mean, it's been a big deal lately, and more and more stuff is coming to light about it. So like, it, it's I mean, an it's an easy PR move to make. Sure, sure. I mean, I'm glad that. I mean, I'm. If that's part of the reason, I'm glad that they're pushing it back. I've never played an Animal Crossing game, but I don't want you know employees to be depressed I at work. Only played a little bit of one of them. I think it was New Leaf on 3DS. Okay. Uh, it's fun. It's it's like um, it's just a, like a farming town simulator thing, a la Stardew Valley or Harvest Moon or you know any of those. Okay. Um, it's just you know a little different. Uh, this one though looks like there's there well not looks like there is going to be couch co-op, uh, and then it looks like there will be some kind of online co-op too because that was in a previous entry. Okay. So it looks cool. I, Misty's super excited for it, uh, so she'll probably get it, and I'll just play it with her anyway. There you go. And I know Misty's sister is incredibly excited for. It. She loves Animal Crossing, so it's a huge. It's got a huge following. It really it, does. It really, really does. Uh, and then we got the Luigi Mansion Three. That's got co-op too. Couch co-op. So that's yeah. Nintendo, that's I mean that could be Nintendo's gem is their their co-opness, but hopefully more online focused too as well. But yeah, which that got changed for Super Mario Maker Two. So fin- Which makes that game more intriguing for me. Fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, Luigi's Mansion 3, never played the other two. Um, has a very hardcore following, though, so they're pretty excited. I, I'm not a fan of uh, the co-op person. is named Gooigi, and appears to be some kind of ectoplasmic <laughs> set like Luigi. I don't know. It made me feel gross. Oh, they couldn't get they couldn't get Mario into this game too. No, he said, "Fuck you, brother." Right. We'll just do Luigi instead. It's far enough away. Um, but you can suck off ghosts still, so you know that's cool. <laughs> suck off ghosts. <laughs> uh, then Link's Awakening remake. Look, I love the art it style looks of this. Great. Um, and I liked the I liked Link's Awakening when that was you know way back when. So I, I like the direction they seemingly are taking this. Uh, we still have that's coming out when soon. I think this year, right? Uh, September twentieth. Yeah. Um. So you know, cool. Uh, and then we have uh, it, it was announced that Wisher Three is coming to Switch. 
Uh, Resident Evil 5 and 6 is coming to Switch. Whatever. Um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I am excited for that. <sighs> Me too. Uh, I do like the other two. I'm, I have a Switch. Uh, that's that's a game I'm excited for. Yeah, I'm excited. It looks like the other two. So yeah, hell yeah, I'll get down on that for sure. A uh, couple new Smash Brothers DLC characters coming. Everybody from what Dragons, whatever one of the another JRPG game. Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest, yes. Uh, and then Banjo Kazooie. Hey, you were close, man. <laughs> so close. I think it was a year off on a new Banjo Kazooie game coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'll take the. So I mean, it's not an, an indication that there will be a Banjo Kazooie game in the next year, but I was close enough. I think they're going to be a Smash DLC character in the fall. So, <laughs> ah, damn it. Um, saw some more Pokemon Sword and Shield. Looks like Pokemon Sword and Shield. A lot of people on uh, the subreddit are not happy because something to do with the Pokedex. I don't know. Doesn't really matter to me. Uh, Ditto. Looks fun. And then the tease. Big tease. We are getting a sequel to Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Two. That's what a sequel is. <laughs> I know. Two. Emphasize two. Um, no announced date, no name. It's just a sequel to Legend of Zelda. It's the same game engine, uh, so it looks good. It is the, there's like a minute and a half teaser trailer out there. It is dark. Yeah, it looks. <laughs> it's dark. dark as fuck. Someone's like, there's been theories that Link's arm is going to be cut off. <laughs> like, was there anything from the like? Obviously, I haven't played the first one, but like, there's anything from the first game that kind of like. You could no. even nope. like nothing from that trailer was like okay. I not really. See something from the first. Not one? Okay. not really. There's possibly it's like the little zombie corpse thing in there that wakes yeah. up. There's a theory that that's Ganon, not Calamity Ganon, because those are separate things. Um, yeah, now you've lost me already. Yeah, Ganon's the big bad of mo of, of the whole series, but he okay. takes different forms depending on which timeline you're in. So we could get Ganondorf back instead of Ganon. Because uh, the corpse thing was definitely a Gerudo, which is a race in the Legend of Zelda series. And Ganondorf's a Gerudo. I, I mean, it's a whole thing. Just just play play the games. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're going to get Ganondorf in Ocarina of Time. You're not going to get that. You're going to get something different in Breath of the Wild. In Breath of the Wild. I, I won't go into too much, but... Okay. They, they still also tie together. So. Uh, I also know that Dustin is still not past the Great Dooku Tree in Ocarina of Time. <laughs> Get that Deku Tree, man. I haven't even you haven't. Uh, the game hasn't even opened up yet. They <laughs> <laughs> should have brought that to, to Mexico yeah. with yeah. me. Yeah. I could have just played it. Hey, but... bring it to the wedding today. No one's going to care. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It, it looks good. Go watch the trailer. Uh, I'm excited. All I think on the whole, most of the direct sequels, which we don't have very many of in the Legend of Zelda series, have all been good. So, and this one, this one looks dark as hell, and I I, I like that. And then, so the king of the conferences, in our opinion, mm-hmm. which admittedly wasn't super hard to do this year. No, no, not really. But still, a, a very good showing. Uh, was Microsoft? Yeah, 
AKA Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna I mean, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so announced Minecraft Dungeons. It's a 3D top-down isometric game in Minecraft. Could be cool. We still love this, Minecraft this here. Yep. Diablo three Minecraft. I, I'm sure. Down. Hey, why not? I'm in. Uh, and a very interesting that uh, I wasn't expecting was there's a Dragon Ball Z. It's called Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, and it's an action RPG. Yeah, so what? on our VOD, our Microsoft VOD, which is also on our Twitch channel, I had said when they announced it, I uh, it's probably a fighting game, but I would love to see an RPG because I'd play the hell out of that. At one point, too, like, I, I think right right as you were saying that, like I was like, is this an action RPG? Like You can hear me say it. Yeah, and, it, and, it, and that's what it is. It's an action RPG, and I'm in. Looks like, like it takes place during the Frieza saga. Even more so. That's, you know, that's the entry. It looks like it starts from the beginning of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Because he's fighting Vegeta and bald guy, I forget his name, but... Uh, which is yeah, Yamcha, um, which is where... I think it's Yamcha. Maybe not. Not the bald guy, no. Oh, no, oh the, the uh, Saiyan bald guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, this that whole series is basically where most of America got into Dragon Ball Z. So that's interesting. Um... What else? Outer Worlds. Got a little more of that. Uh, apparently, my dog... I need to talk to them because my dog's name is everywhere in there. And <laughs> Rizzo's Rangers. I need some money. Hey, Rizzo's. Um, uh, getting a Blair Witch game, which that, is kind of like I want to talk about that a little bit more. Uh, okay. I, it's Blair Witch 1. The first Blair Witch movie came out in 1999? Something yeah. like that. Uh was went over really well the sequels not so much apparently there was a remake a year or two ago that did pretty well as 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 well really Uh, yeah uh and now we are getting a game which there were two games several like a decade plus ago um that were okay not great but this one looks like outlast and in the in the vod like Chris and I and everyone in chat were trying to figure out what this was. Yeah. Because at one point we were like, maybe it's an Alan Wake game. Like, cause, yeah. Uh, maybe it's a it's Outlast 3. Like, we weren't sure. And then at some point, like, the camera pans over and there's somebody in a corner. In the facing corner, it, And yeah. Chris is like, it's Blair Witch. Blair Witch. <laughs> yep, immediately. So I fucking got triggered so hard, like, yeah, I didn't PTSD. like I didn't like that so much. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I don't like the way that feels. So, it's... Who made... Let me... Pardon me, I need to look up. Whoever made it is uh, has done other kind of... I think it's the Layers of Fear guys. I mean, that would make sense. Um, let's see. Developer. Okay, that's not... can't even look. Uh, Bloober. Yeah, they did Layers of Fear 1 and 2. Okay. I mean, that makes sense coming out august 31st on xbox spooky. and pc i love me a spooky game um, yeah spooky spooks it, it's not completely clear of what style of horror game this is if it's like a survival horror or if it's kind of i don't know we'll see yeah. I, get spooked on, I get spooked on those games and i'll stream the shit yeah that's <laughs> a, a that that actually might be a fun game where we all come over to my house and we'll stream it on the big Hell TV. yeah I'm in for that. I, I'm I'm curious about that one. It, it it I don't know. It was it was interesting. 
sometimes you look down the camera, sometimes you don't. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Twelve minutes. Twelve minutes looks cool. I, yeah, I like the idea behind that. That has a very interesting concept. It's the same twelve minutes played over and over again, a la Groundhog's Day. Um, but you're trying to figure out some kind of mystery or something. I don't know. Um, which it, it's not the same kind of game at all. But there's a there is a game on Steam called Minute, M-I-N-I-T, and it's you have sixty seconds to advance further and further through like this dungeon. It's like a dungeon crawler, um, and you can find stuff and you keep your items you find so you can get a little further each time in that minute it's fun that's try, an interesting concept this seems yeah. much more dramatic uh and cool um and not even like minute but it's you know same kind of concept where time loop yeah this kind of this kind of when i was watching this this kind of struck me like that jake gyllenhaal movie um so when oh, he's on the train, yeah, uh, he just likes keep reliving it over and over and over again. He's just trying to keep, he's trying to find like, I guess, stop the train from crashing. Yeah, something. I can't remember the name of the movie, but that's when I was watching it. That's kind of the the feel I got from it. Mm-hmm. Um, new Battletoads, GameStop. Do you have Battletoads? <laughs> Battletoads. It's an that's... interesting art style compared yeah, to the old. It better be one. hard. It's not going to be as difficult as the OG, I guarantee it. I can people almost would, guarantee that, too. People would bitch. It should be that difficult. I mean, or maybe they'll have modes, difficulty modes. Yeah, like Cuphead has that pacifist mode, which is apparently like the hardest thing in the game. Yeah. Uh, so, new Battletoads for a new generation. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, one, game, one of the games I'm also super excited about that we didn't see anything of, obviously, because there's no announced date. It'll probably be a few years. Elden Ring. This is the um, cross uh, from software, Hidetaki Miyazaki, who made and Dark Souls, and George R. George, Martin. George R. Martin, that's right. Um, it's, I've read last night that it's going to be very Dark Souls-esque in terms of probably combat, and um, something Sekiro didn't have that the other game, like Bloodborne or Dark Souls has, is different weapons. Uh, which you can make different character builds around and stuff like that, which is one of the fun things for me from those games. Sekiro, you just have your samurai sword. Um, yeah. Which, but the combat in Sekiro was far superior to the other games. So hopefully it can be like a hybrid of those two. Yeah, get a little bit of both. Um, but you're supposed to be able to have different weapon you know, drops and customization for that kind of stuff. And it's set in some kind of medieval, that's not Dark Souls, world. Um, George R. R. Martin has made some of the best characters and character arcs out there. Uh, I mean, he's up at the, towards the top. There's a lot of people who have made really good characters, but he knows medieval fantasy very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And... FromSoft can make a damn fine game, so it should be a happy marriage. Um, and it looks very interesting from the teaser trailer. Once again, no gameplay though. You guys thoughts on that? Um, it depends. We have to see more. I'm not a dark. I'm not a Dark Souls person. Right. Not a Bloodborne person. So I mean, we'd have to see. Yeah, m- much the same as since I haven't played too many of those games. Um, but I'm with you on the you know like the George R. R. Martin aspect of it. I'm very interested in seeing what 
getting a mind like his into a game like this would do for like the story and the world and you know the character building and all that um this is something i'm very intrigued about i just i like again yeah we just want to i just want to see more of it just yeah. to see you know kind of where it's going it's, but, is it gonna have that is it gonna have that difficulty spike that dark souls and you know each or sekiro and probably if it yeah. does i i it's probably not gonna be for me if I, to be honest <laughs> I'll probably still try. Uh, you it said out you even wanted to try. You, want, you said you wanted to get more into Dark Souls three. Yeah, I've I've tried. I like it's. Hard. I can't get into it. I don't know what it is. Uh, we'll see. What should be very interesting is in the Dark Souls series, Bloodborne included and Sekiro. Like you have to kind of dig for a story as well. Um, there's not a lot of cutscenes, and if it, there is a cutscene, it's usually just a boss introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to read like the flavor text on items and weapons and stuff like that to kind of get a, a sense of what's going on. Unless you, there's a billion souls players out there who make YouTube videos explaining it. Vati video is probably the best. Uh, yeah, I've watched, I've watched some videos on the dark Souls story and it, it is very interesting. It's crazy. Cause, they, cause they're definitely talking about like, you know, the wheel, you know, and mm-hmm. breaking the wheel and et cetera, et cetera. But so with George R. Martin helping, that might mean it's a little more story forward, which could be good um, and maybe more accessible for people. Yeah, uh, that, and that's what I'm hoping because I think that's the only reason I haven't been able to get into a Dark Souls or you know like the Bloodborne is I don't I don't mind the the difficulty and the fighting style. I actually find that in, like I actually kind of enjoy it. It's just I I don't like I just don't know what's going on. I don't know much of the story. I, it's just I'm having a hard time like getting into the game as the it's a game rather than just like a. If you ever want to play it and you just want me to be there so I can explain stuff to you, <laughs> like, I'm what is going on? more than happy. Yeah, we may need to do that because then that might actually help me like progress through it more. But, which, if you haven't seen this already, oh man, <laughs> you've been living under a rock for the past week. Keanu Reeves thinks you're beautiful. Don't worry. Breathtaking. Uh, breathtaking. That's what it is. You're breathtaking. <laughs> Um, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, man. Have a release date now. April 16th, yes. 2020. And Keanu Reeves is going to be in it. Apparently he's going to have more speaking lines than anybody in the game. Including the main character. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, so if I needed any more reasons to buy this fucking game. If, if you're going to watch anything from... Chris and I streaming E3. I highly suggest you go watch the uh, the Microsoft one, and then find the Cyberpunk part because like our reactions to it were of just pure joy. <laughs> yeah, didn't you say like I hope Keanu Reeves is in this or something? So, and then it was like shortly after some, there he was. Someone in chat, like we were just talking about it and like laughing around and everything, mm-hmm. and then someone in chat was just like, huh, "It's Johnny Mnemonic." And I was like, if Keanu Reeves isn't in this game in any some capacity, I'm going to be a little disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> and then, boom. And then and he then... shows up. Uh, and then, after that, like, everybody loses their collective shit at that point. Yeah. And then it cuts to the stage, like, camera cuts to the stage view. And then from, like, two doors open and a bunch of smoke comes out. And you see Keanu Reeves' silhouette. And everybody collectively lost their goddamn minds even more. <laughs> Because he comes out on stage and presents it a little bit. And he yeah. had a good time. Yes, he, he did. Yeah, he did. 
He seemed he was just very so natural. In the mo- he was so in the moment. Yeah. And- he was very Keanu Reeves about it, and which is so great. And I'll, oh, go ahead. My favorite part is where he's at the end, where he does like the you know the Brett T thing, where he's like, "So you guys want um, uh, uh, the release date, right? Yeah, yeah. Check this out." <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, like he seemed in his element. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a dude I follow on YouTube was talking about it, and he didn't like it for some reason because he wanted him to be like his John Wick persona and super badass. And I'll, like apparently the vi- that video he put about that got demoralized by people online yeah how dare he? and he's just like i don't get why you're not liking it like i wanted him to be badass like he is in the trailer and stuff like that and it's just like no i want somebody who genuinely seems to be enjoying themselves yeah presenting something they genuinely seem excited about so yeah, having a good time presenting a game that he's taking part in why wouldn't you want that he's not john wick <laughs> no <laughs> like let him be him like that's uh, why it's so great his character in cyberpunk is supposed to be John, his name's Johnny Silverhands or Silverhand um, because he, if you look in the trailer, one arm is just a robot silver arm. Um, he is a rock star uh, kind of. How to explain this? Okay, so Johnny Silverhands is a character inside Cyberpunk 2020, the tabletop game, uh, which is this is what this game is based off of. Yeah. Um, and you can meet him and play with him. He has his character class is called Rock Boy, <laughs> uh, which okay. you are a uh, super charismatic rock star person. And there is an entire solo one-off campaign in Cyberpunk 2020 where you are recruited by Johnny Silverhands and you are trying to help rescue his girlfriend who's being held by another corporation inside the game. And you convince an entire concert, uh, uh, or like a bunch of concert goers, to uprise and rebel against this company so he can get his girlfriend back. Uh, so there's a decent chance that might be in the game. I'm into it. However, it's also been confirmed that he is a ghost in the game. And you can okay. see it at one point. He's like a hologram. He flickers. Uh, so he's not alive anymore because this takes place. This actually takes place like fifty-seven years after 57 the tabletop. Years after yeah. That. yeah. So it makes okay. sense he wouldn't be necessarily be alive, or he'd be an old man. He wouldn't look like Keanu Reeves, basically. Right. And maybe he's part of like a UI. Watch, they're gonna find him. He, they're gonna find him alive, tied to a machine, possibly. And like, <laughs> it's confirmed that his girlfriend, it's Johnny Silverhand's girlfriend. I think his name, her name's like Aki or something like that, is in the game, uh, and. Yeah, like in in the tabletop RPG, you can. There are sections of the game where you can go into the internet and you fight a bunch of demons and a bunch like demon dogs and stuff like that. It's it's crazy. Sure. Um, and then uh, I mean but that that would allow for his actual character to come back if he's awesome, quote awesome. unquote. I don't yeah, know, man. Like <laughs> online. What again? We didn't get any more gameplay uh, from the from the conference. There was. Uh, this past Thursday, last Thursday, there was another behind closed doors session for a, a bunch of media, uh, which they did last year too. And eventually, that was put online. What they saw, so hopefully, but we'll see. We'll get that again. Those that played it, meet the media personnel, are like, "This is gonna like game over." Greg is like, "This is going to break all the records." Good. This really? is amazing. Really, like, 
and I'm a fan of De- I said it in the VOD, but like I'm a fan of Deus Ex. It's one of my favorite franchises out there, Same. and that's just that's what I get vibes from. And absolutely, it's CJ Project right on top of that, and it just looks so good. It it was honestly it was so awesome. <laughs> yeah, this is the top game that I'm looking forward to coming from this. April sixteenth. Not too that, far and away. honestly, that that's honestly a lot sooner than I actually expected it. Same. I thought it was going to be late next year. I thought it was going to be like November of next year. So, fuck. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know. We got Halo Infinite as well. Just a yeah. teaser. That's what I was going to say before. It'd be it'd be missed for us not to mention Project Scarlet, which is Xbox's new console coming out late 2020. I think they said no specs. Yeah, uh, it's no, just going to no, be very powerful, no ac- guys. No actual name either. That's the project name. I, it's not going to be called Xbox Scarlet. I, I wouldn't no. think. But, but Halo Infinite's going to be a launch title for it. Yep. So. Um, and then they inter- uh, they introduced their new Game Pass stuff. Game Pass mm-hmm. Ultimate, 15 bucks a month. Uh, you get everything on Xbox and PC, uh, along bad. with Xbox Live Gold. Yeah, it's not bad at all, I think. That's it's a, pretty it's good. A pretty, yeah. I mean, I think... And right now I it's a dollar. Yeah, for, for the first month, for, for a month, which is mm-hmm. cool. I wonder if it was always going to be that, or if they changed it after what Stadia came out, so it was going to be like eight bucks a month. Hard to say, maybe. <laughs> you know, and they're yeah, like, ooh, yeah. well, now we need to offer mm. more because we want a fifteen a month. Because um, that that <laughs> feels like less than what I would have expected from Xbox. But uh, and then just a couple like worthy mentions of me out that were from either the Devolver showcase or the pc showcase devolver uh has a game called enter the gungeon uh which is a dungeon crawler thing but with guns and Mm -hmm. billions and billions of guns a la borderlands that do different things and it's it's fun um but they have uh an actual arcade cabinet coming out that will be in arcades called uh where is it enter the gungeon house of the gun dead and it's a it's a it's a it's a light gun shooter so (laughs) You can buy one yourself for five grand, um, Ooh. but there is a six-month special financing offer. You know, I'll, I'll throw twenty down on it. So, but it, coming to a Dave and Buster's near you, <laughs> uh, and then from the PC showcase, there's a game coming out called Midnight Ghost Hunt, uh, which it's a one-man team. He's been posting stuff on Reddit for like the past six months to a year, and it looks super interesting. It's a cross between Ghostbusters and Prop Hunt, where a team of four ghost hunters, as they're calling them, enter a haunted house and have to uh-huh. find ghosts. The ghosts, spirits, can enter any object inside the house, and you try to just blend in with the scenery. The ghost hunters have about four minutes to come hunt you down and capture you uh you can have special abilities that like blind the hunters so you can escape if you're a ghost or you can launch yourself at the ghost which hurt the hunters and like stagger them you can get away Uh, oh so you can be a ghost it's a team of four ghosts or some however many ghosts versus a team of four hunters okay okay or probably four before uh and so the ghosts try to survive and then but once it hits midnight uh, then the ghosts become ultra powerful and hunt down the hunters, and then it's the hunter's job to survive for four minutes to hopefully escape. Okay, I'm, I'm into it. I'd it, check it out. I think it's made in Unity, so it looks really good, and yeah. it's a super cool premise. And it's one one dude. Depending uh, on the price, 
I, uh, I, I think it, there's an alpha coming out this month or the next month or two. Okay. Um, and then it should be released later this year. Uh, trying to look for a release date. What's that called again? Midnight Ghost Hunt. Midnight Ghost Hunt. Okay. Um, Sam. What's his name? Sorry, you can just cut around this. I was going to say, if, if we can go through Tweet Corner quick, I could probably hang out for it. Otherwise, I may have to jump off before. Okay. Let's just do Tweet Hunt and Tweet Corner. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I can't even <laughs> So, Tweet Corner. It's that twit, time. Twit, 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 Faster. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you were saying twat. Yeah. Twat, 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 twat corner. Well, we only have one. And that's okay, mm-hmm. because this was a long episode about E three goodies. But let's uh, go. <laughs> our fucking K, Jesus. Uh, Jeff allegedly, at allegedly, Jeff says at CGY podcast, what gaming franchises would you, would have a fun crossover? Obviously, Commander Keen and Chex Quest should. <laughs> so you can skip Absolutely. that one. Absolutely, <laughs> of course. He also said Last of X, Last of Us slash Borderlands and Rocket League slash Sea of Thieves. X, sea of Thieves. Yeah. Mortal Kombat um, and GTA. Oh, fuck. Pokemon and Skyrim. Mm. Oh, my God. Uh, Pokemon and Mortal Kombat. How about I just steal those? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, DC. GTA and Pokemon. GTA That's and a tough Pokemon one. Forever. That is a tough one. I don't know. That's I wanted to think of something like Mass Effect-wise, but like... I don't know, Mass Effect and Jedi Fallen Order. I have no idea. I haven't played the, the second one yet, but if you can just get at multiple different like universes in a space-like setting, I think it would be really fucking cool. I agree. All right, so that's going to be it for Tweet Corner. Um, housekeeping real quick. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at CGY Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can follow us on Spotify. Then we got Google Play, Podbean, a bunch of other uh, podcast hosting websites, pretty much anything you can think of. Uh, check out comegetyourpodcast.com, our website. Uh, we have things now. My wife, mm-hmm. Misty, has uh, Mrs. Main Squeeze, where every week or so she'll be writing about what she's really into or been into that week or what she's looking forward to. Uh, it'll be a column. We're going to update it so you can comment on it and have discussions with her. Uh, she's all for it. I'm all for it. Super proud of her. Love you. Uh, yeah, com- yeah, yeah, yeah. Come get your podcast.com and Mrs. Main Squeeze page. So, as always, we end every episode with a shower thought from Reddit. This week's shower thought comes from user the underscore irate underscore pirate. Uh, based on a true story is the made with real fruit juice of the film industry. It's been it. Episode 53 of Come Get Your Podcast. I've been your host, Adam. I've been Dustin. Hi, Chris. See you next time.